Hello and welcome to a Christmas edition of Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that make being a teacher, an educator, or just part of a school. A truly unique experience. My name's Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 2 teacher, and I'm joined by fellow teacher, co-host and co-creator, Mark Tomlinson. Hello, Jordan. In the, <laughs> now, the first time I did that, I did I said it wrong. <laughs> that wasn't how you introduced yourself, Mark. No. Go on, for the benefit of the listeners. For the Ho, ho, ho. I was going to do it in this style of Noddy Holder. Oh, no. Oh, I, knew, no, I do know. I'm looking for my bell there. I do know who Noddy Holder is, though. <laughs> so. he, he's as famous as Jesus yeah, about the Christmas here he is at this time of year. Yeah, he is. <laughs> here he is. Um, in this episode, Mark will be looking at Nativity 2 as his famous fictional school, and we'll be discussing all things Christmas in primary schools. It's great to have you with us, so grab yourself some cheese and wine, and let's party like it's a staff meeting at number 10 at the height of lockdown. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get started. Merry Christmas, Mr. T. Merry Christmas, Mr. Firth. How are you? Yeah, good. Are you a, um, a Merry Christmas or a Happy Christmas sort of person? You're writing a card or just say, what what what, what, what do you go for? Happy or Merry? Uh, I can swing both ways, really. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like George Michael. <laughs> the the royal family say Happy Christmas. Do they? Yeah. How fact. do you know that? I recently watched an awful film called um, Spencer about Princess Oh Diana. yeah, indeed. Set, yeah. set uh-huh. over Christmas. Right. Re- great Christmas film. Yeah. Uh, not it's not going to go down as a classic. No, People no. won't be saying, "Yeah, mm. Love Actually, The Snowman, yeah. and Spencer Die Hard." That's the other one to check out, don't they? But um, I noticed that they said Happy Christmas a lot, and I thought, well, they must have done their research. So I I Googled it, and they do indeed say Happy Christmas. And the reason is because happy is apparently, uh, it takes on a higher class connotation than merry, which was associated with the rowdiness of the lower classes. Wow, really? So the royal family adopted Happy Christmas Mm. as their preferred greeting, and people have just kind of... Right. Followed suit. So when you say Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. you just you mm-hmm. being a lout, basically. Merry Christmas it is then. <laughs> so Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Listen out. If you, do you watch the Queen's speech? No. No. So it doesn't matter then. No. <laughs> I'll let you know if she says it. <laughs> but there you go. Anyone else that's listening, if she says Happy Christmas, there you go. That's that's the theory right. behind okay. it. She's she's um, she's not doing Christmas at the... Wherever she does it, at Balmoral or wherever is she this year? No, Lizzie. they're not Christmasing there. Do Christmasing. you do you use huh? that as a no. verb? No, <laughs> no, me neither. No caroling. <laughs> um, I am happy that we're managing to do this mm. podcast, Matt. And quite nice, maybe that it's that it's the twenty second December time of recording. We've been off now for half a week, so time maybe to have reflected more perhaps about the christmas period in school but quick word association game yes with you in it just in the context of school Mm -hmm. if i say christmas to you what's the first word that pops into your head noise noise (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah especially that last day the last couple of days because i was more or less off timetable for the last couple of days and when there's no structure they're just it's just crackers. I I I really like fun. I really like that. But I think the last week before Christmas, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot more to it than maybe people that don't teach in that. Oh, we just stick a DVD on, are we? Yeah. And that, there's a bit more to it than that. But that last week before Christmas is like how I, when you maybe a bit younger, how you expect teaching to be. Yes, you come in, you rock up, you think, right? Mm. What Christmas crafts can I do today? Yeah, what yeah, can yeah. I? What you know? What can we get out? Indeed. So I, yeah. I really like that. Mine <clears throat> would be yours is noise. I think mine would be chaos. Mm. And I was thinking mm-hmm. a bit. I and I don't get particularly enthusiastic about anything, Mark, as you no, know. I know. Um, mm-hmm. But I do love Christmas in school. But I, I do kind of associate it with mess. Do you? There, there are a lot of teachers out there that can't abide the mess at christmas are you sort of a a glitter person mark are you do you, you know do you get the the pva out the sequins go wild at christmas cards party hats or do you try and try and turn it down uh, i think i'm somewhere in the middle i once got a yeah. royal bollocking from a cleaner yeah <laughs> after she came into my class one day and it looked like there'd been a massacre yeah uh, and there was glitter yeah. and 
everything. I mean, we don't use glitter anymore in school, do we? Or do we do we use um, biodegradable I, glitter? Yeah, I, I, I think. Understand. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got a quite the stockpile of old <laughs> old school glitter, <laughs> old school glitter. <laughs> the, you know the good stuff Get on the, dark <laughs> the, <web>. the proper <laughs> stuff <yeah. laughs> our resources lady oh, she can get it on the black market for you yeah. <laughs> but I am um, on on the last on the last Friday when we broke up by lunchtime if you would have walked into class 12 you wouldn't have known Christmas had even <laughs> yeah, taken already place. taken <laughs> decorations down, down. Yeah. I had I had um, displays up for January, yeah. <laughs> that was good to go. Yeah. Everything was wrapped up. I yeah, I I'm a a bit the same in the middle nowadays. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. One in the past, I've gone all out. So one year, I think I kind of just thought, sod it, it's Christmas, and they were making party hats, and I got everything out, like the glitter, mm. sequins, feathers, random bits of material, tissue paper, that big tub of assorted buttons yeah, like yeah. why not you name it <laughs> out on all the tables loads of PBA glue and I literally just said to him well no so for a bit of context for people listening so we're a four form entry school mm-hmm. right so there are four year two classes in in year two where, where we teach and every year we have a Christmas party and each class make their own party hats as, as you well know Mark now often yeah. uh, other classes have sort of lovely elaborately themed party hat so maybe like some reindeer antlers you know maybe class 10 will come in and they've all got these brown bands with these lovely reindeer antlers on class 11 might come in and they've all got uh maybe snowmen on their hats or someone might do sort of santa hats now if there's anything that represents a difference between how my classes run compared to most of the other classes year two is when you look at the party hats in the hall so i just got all that stuff out on the tables and went, right, here's anything you could possibly need. I've made, <laughs> we've got a huge vat of PVA glue here. <laughs> I've, I've made a Christmas playlist and my only instructions is one, make it look Christmassy and two, go wild. <laughs> and yeah. That's what happens. D- did they go <laughs> wild? Yeah. It, like you said, like a mask, like some sort of explosion in Santa's workshop. It was horrendous. And you know, it's, you know it's bad. You know your classroom is bad when at sort of quarter to three, you're sort of shimmying off to the cleaning cupboard to get the vac out just to try and sort of yeah. limit the damage so when the cleaner comes in, yeah, try yeah. and soften the blow. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you stood there with your tin of roses offering them out exactly. before she bought. What have you done? Well, so, so I tried, but glitter, obviously, as, as any teacher will, will know, is a friggin' nightmare to get out of, especially the sort of the brittle, the hard-wearing carpets in the primary school. They really get in the fibres. So we had to um, we had to write her a letter of apology. And I, I got her a box of lint. <laughs> it was that bad. It was that bad? You went yeah. posh chocolates? Yeah, it, potentially a re-gift. I can't remember. But <laughs> for, the, for the purpose of the podcast, I went out and bought... <laughs> My my favourite part of last week was when the big man came. Yeah, the big sure. man came. Yeah, with uh, took some time out of his schedule. Took some time out of his schedule. He turned up. Now, what annoyed me about that was strange, Matt. God, surely nothing can annoy you about the joy of no, three hundred and sixty no, children meeting Santa Claus. What Clark did annoy me? I was annoyed. Was on the whiteboard in the staff room. All the children in the hall, 2.45. I'm thinking, 2.45? We finish our day at 3.25. That yeah. means it's going to be absolute chaos at the end of... Yeah. So I thought, think ahead, Mr. Tomlinson. Children get the coats out of the lockers, put them over the chairs. Yeah. Children get the book bags out yeah. of the drawers, Absolutely. put them on the table. Didn't do any of that. I forgot to do that. <laughs> do you know why? <laughs> do you be taking your decorations down? <laughs> taking my decorations down. <laughs> and um, anyway, so we all rocked up. To the hall, sat down. Head teacher says, "Oh, why don't we have a sing song?" I'm thinking, "Great, so okay, some Rudolph Red Red Nose Reindeer." Yeah. We went through that. Jingle bells went through that. Why don't our reception children sing us a song from their Christmas service? I'm thinking, no, because <laughs> 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 see all the teachers looking across at each other, looking at the watch, just thinking. <laughs> and they're the ones that have got the book bags out exactly, and the coats on the chairs. They're already prepared. <laughs> and then, anyway, next thing turns up at the door, doesn't it? The big man. What yeah. I. I've been at this school for five years now. Yeah, yeah, five, six years. I have 
Never seen it go off like that before. It was <laughs> go up bedlam. Pop off Honestly, like <laughs> I was screaming and whooping. And uh, anyway, he came in. God love him. Father Christmas. Of course. And Rudolph was there. Yeah. 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 I tell you, he was always missing for when Father Christmas <laughs> and, turns and up. Rudolph, especially. Yeah. Go on. Our caretaker, Mr. Hurry. It's, it's such a shame that he misses it every, every year, year, isn't it? I don't know what he's doing. No. Must be doing picking leaves while painting a fence or something. Or, <laughs> as caretakers. And, that's what caretakers do, isn't it? caretakers do. <laughs> Unlocking gates. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so so anyway, Father Christmas came and thought he'd have a bit of a chat with the kids. I was like, don't have a chat with the kids. Just give them the presents. <laughs> anyway, 20 past three, my class was allowed to stand up to walk out oh, the hall. Man. As I'm getting out of the hall, I'm thinking, shit, they've not got all their bags out. And obviously now in our school, parents pick up at the back of the class. Yeah. So I get into my class, see her faces, all looking through all the window. All staring through the window. <laughs> the window. And I say to the kids, get your coats, get your book bags. All the book bag trays are all together in my class. Yeah. I, uh, last year, I mixed them up, girls in one corner, boys in the other. This year, changed my classroom around, all in one corner. Bedlam. Yeah, just a, a stampede. Bedlam. Pylon. Anyway, so, I'll say this quietly. Yeah. I didn't do the hometown prayer. Huh? Oh, no. I just said. Did you not say our school values either? We'll do it tomorrow morning. We'll do it tomorrow morning. <laughs> we'll do the hometown prayer as you come in. But the, the, the disappointing thing is, it took so long, the children didn't have a chance to open their gifts from Father Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know what I mean? So I, I've done that before where I've... I've come back into the class sort of quite late maybe sort of almost bang on 25 past and obviously the parents are peering through the yeah, window yeah. and you're just coming yeah. in I, I I just close the blinds <laughs> literally close them <laughs> I mean, that's a good idea. outside out yeah. of mind that's, what, that's what I opened the door stepped out and I just said to the children once you've got your stuff you can't be back come and come to the door and I stepped out big smile on my face oh we've just been visited by the big man I can give a flying fuck. I've got a swim. We've got a swimming lesson. We've got to yeah. get up and sell a solid duck in ten minutes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Mary's got to go to a, a, a dance performance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I sound like a. I sound like I'm a bit of an Ebenezer Scrooge uh, in regards to that, but I did love it. I yeah. did love all of that last week. Yeah. My, my big disappointment last week. Now, now you were because you were a bit poorly last week. I, to be honest, when you said my big disappointment about last week, that's where I thought you were going. Yeah. With it. I thought you were going to say you were were here. You, you were, were my. Up. It was my second disappointment. Right, okay, you yeah. not being around. Yeah. But um, but now, am I right in thinking you never have Christmas lunch anyway at the school? Is that- no, I. So I started having Christmas lunch the year it became free. Ah, <laughs> so that's, okay. So I would have. Okay, so you would have Christmas. So, so we all the teachers are invited up to serve. Yeah. I crack my my annual. Oh, not your stuffing. Do you want stuffing? Do you want stuffing to everybody? Everybody, not the kids. everybody, not the kids. Obviously, all the teachers laugh and pity me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, as, then as my always. kids come in, my class come in, and I line up and I get my Christmas lunch to sit down with them. Have you ever eaten a marble? Maybe as a child, I've tried. Mm-hmm. Probably attempted mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Difficult, aren't they? Uh, it's a ball of glass, so yeah. That's what the Brussels sprouts were. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke three teeth. <laughs> oh no! Oh. They're going to ruin a generation of. I mean, Brussels sprouts are hard to encourage children to eat at the best right. times. It's a difficult sell, isn't it? Yeah, but oh, they were. Let alone, it's like a god stuff. <laughs> I was still sucking on my oh, sprout when Father Christmas rocked up. <laughs> now, something we used to do, which we don't anymore, and I'm going to, in the same way that I blame Jamie Oliver for when I say ruining Christmas, um, Christmas when I say ruining school dinners. I thought you were for having too many kids. <laughs> no. When I say um, I, we blame... Jamie Oliver for ruining school dinners in that we're making the children eat healthy. Mm. I'm, I, I, it's probably not you, but I'm going to blame you for ruining Christmas dinner because we don't, you're the eco person mm. at our school and we don't have Christmas crackers anymore. No, and I no, I did complain about the plastic. Yeah. So, in the same yeah. way that we're helping the environment, that's great, eating healthy is great, yeah. you've ruined Christmas. Yeah. No party hats. No, exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> no those little plastic moustaches <laughs> that you have to like, clip on the end so, of your nose. Somebody oh. actually mentioned that as I was stood there with my stuffing balls, going, Do you want stuffing, Mrs. Mackerel? <laughs> and somebody went, Oh, can you remember? 
must have Christmas crackers and everything. And I just kind of turned away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be my fault that we don't have them anymore. So, yeah, often the kids would um, pull a cracker. Um, oh, do you know what? I <laughs> I can't say pull a cracker without thinking of, you'll know it because your music references are really obscure and it's quite an obscure one. I used to work in a shop at Wit at, at mm-hmm. Christmas and they used to have a Christmas playlist on. And one of them was, I think it's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, but by... Mel Smith Mel and Kim, Kim Wilde. Yeah, right. And there was a line in it, right? So it's oh, yeah, it's cringe anyway, going. right? <laughs> and But there was like maybe a musical interlude or mm. between certain... Mm-hmm. They'd have a bit of band back and forth. And she, and she says something like, um, do you want to pull a cracker, Mel? And he, and he goes, who will look at you, Kim, and forget all your help? And I, oh, every time I used to hear about it, 10 times a day, and every time I might be serving a customer, I think I'd wince, like, oh, God. So, oh, I, I hate, I hate that song so much. Um, where was I going with that? Christmas crackers. Oh, so, because you've ruined Christmas crackers for us all, um, I thought one of the best parts of Christmas crackers, yeah, the joke. So oh, maybe yeah. you could redeem yourself mm-hmm. a little bit and we could share some Christmas cracker jokes. Now, people who have listened to the podcast and been familiar with it will know um, very much what your sense of humour is like. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows you in school will know it. But you, are, I would say, when I became a, a father three mm-hmm. years ago, you were my, as the person I looked up to and thought, am I going to be able to start telling dad jokes yeah. like Mr. Tomlinson yeah. now? It's you, now. Yeah, yeah, you're sort of my inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting you to have some, have a couple of, of good ones there. Yeah. I'll, let me go with mine go. because mine won't be as good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> what should you do if you see a spaceman? I don't know. What should you do if you see a spaceman? Parking it, man. <laughs> That's from the Vicar of Dibley. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got one more. No. Um, <laughs> Amal and Juan are identical twins. The mum only carries one baby photo in her purse because if you've seen Juan, you've seen Amal. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've told my favourite Christmas cracker joke on a previous podcast, right. which is how do you entice... Uh, what cheese do you use to entice a bear out of his cave? Come on, bear. <laughs> uh, now, that's my favourite Christmas cracker joke for the main reason is my mum told it at a Christmas lunch at my parents a number of years ago. Yeah, She was three bottles of leaf round milch in, was my mum, <laughs> yeah. when she told this joke. Yeah. But she did that thing where she couldn't tell it because she was laughing. Oh, I love so that. Much. Couldn't get to the yeah, punchline. Couldn't get to the punchline. Brilliant. And usually, <laughs> what happens when they do get to the punchline? Often you just go, oh, "That it." But I also laughed yeah. like a drain, and and I loved it, and I love it, and it always reminds me of Christmas. That joke always reminds me of my mom. She's she's still around. She'll probably crack it on Friday when I go Christmas <laughs> Eve to hers. Um, so there's that one. But my favorite, new favorite Christmas joke. Uh, Christmas cracker joke. I've got. Uh, hang on. No, go I've on. just remembered one. Go. That's a cheese one. Oh yeah. What's the best? What's the best cheese to hide a horse? Go on. Mascarpone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> what cheese is made backwards? Edam. Edam. Did you see the? Yeah, I did. The I were in then. <laughs> um, so, um, so previously mentioned work colleague. Miss O'Hara, yeah, uh, who was on the last podcast we mentioned on the last podcast. Yeah, remember she, was, she wrote me a letter. She was slagging you off, wasn't she? She wrote me a letter. Yeah. So she came in, into my classroom at the end of the day on Friday to say, "So um, we had a joke competition in class, mm-hmm. and one boy stood up and he said, but Dad told me this one.' And I said, <laughs> Good start. That, I said that's got to be a red flag straight away. Yeah, yeah. And she went, well, I did think that. <laughs> anyway, he said, why won't Mrs. Christmas allow Father Christmas to go to the bar on Christmas Eve? Because she doesn't want him mixing with all the ho-ho-hos. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is from a six-year-old this child. This is from a six-year-old child. <laughs> oh, no. I said, well, what, what did you do? She goes, because well, all the kids laughed, and, and they, just, were... they clearly didn't get no. it, but they were all laughing. And I kind of 
smiled and thinking, is that appropriate? <laughs> so you just you want to hope that some of your class don't crack Go on Christmas dinner. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is that me, Miss O'Hara? Ask, uh, ask your dad. <laughs> ask your mums. <laughs> um, right, I want to move on then. Um, so as teachers, we are extremely lucky, aren't we, that for Christmas quite often, many children will get us um, a little gift mm. Christmas. Mm. Any good ones this year, Mark? Have you, have you saving them for Christmas Day like well, I do? I always yeah, well, them. I do. But I once again, going back to Miss O'Hara, we had, we had a debate on Friday because she said... Do you want to just do this? So see if Miss O'Hara's free. Yeah, so please. Just do the podcast with Miss O'Hara. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said she opens them all as soon as she gets home. And I said, well, it's not Christmas. No, I would either open them... In front, from the in front of the children, yeah. so they can sort of, mm-hmm. or I mm-hmm. save them because, as you know, as, you, yeah. as an adult, and I've I've Your still gifts. sort of quite childlike in that I like a little <laughs> yeah. pile yeah, still yeah, when yeah. I wake up on Christmas yeah. morning and, and teaching is great. Yeah. For that. So, so I I haven't opened any no yet, um, but I've got a couple that look quite, quite impressive. Yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to opening them on okay. Christmas morning. Yeah, what about yourself. I so I no I say I yeah purposely save all mine. I'm really good at now telling um which box of chocolate is which just from the shape yeah, of, the, yeah. of the of the wrapping yeah, yeah. which credit to the product designers there. Mm. They've clearly, you know, made a very strong identifiable mm. brand. But chocolate is um the most popular gift, mm, isn't it? I would which, say so. Yeah. Which I'm I'm totally fine with. <clears throat> um I'm a massive chocolate person. I tell you one thing that I really don't understand it doesn't annoy me because i benefit from it but i don't understand is when um when you get back to school like the first week back after christmas and you go in the staff room and there's loads of boxes of quality street and stuff like in the, that middle mm-hmm. table because people have brought them back into school and they go like oh, they won't get eaten at our house or like, <laughs> i'm sick of chocolate now uh, who who are these who are these people i one did they've even got any left? I, I'm genuinely lucky to get, and, and I get a lot because, you know, I, the teacher, I'm genuinely lucky to get past New Year's Day without having to force myself to eat the Snickers yeah. in my, in my <laughs> reject tin because they're the only ones that I can tolerate eating out of there. And then um, I've already started on a reject tin. You know, Have the you? tub that, is, you know, just all the ones you don't like from yeah. all the other boxes. What goes in there then apart from Snickers? Um, so bounties. From celebrations, yeah. Um, eclairs from heroes, yeah. from Cabra heroes. I don't not like them. Just, like, just a massive effort to eat, aren't they? Mm, yeah, yeah. I just want to like with the toffees in Quality Street. That, that's the best thing about yeah, yeah. Mm. Like it, when you eat it, like a Milky Way, mm. you don't even have to chew that. No. You just sort of sp- yeah. smush you it around your mouth. Your mouth <laughs> yeah, at the same exactly. time, can't you? Eclairs are just too much effort. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. Um, any like um, coffee ones, stuff like that. Straight in the rejecting. I might bring the rejected into school, and if people like bounties, have at it. Um, what's your favourite sort of tin or box or tub of, of chocolates? What's your favourite? Or um, what's your favourite Christmas chocolate? Maybe in general. Oh well, my favourite Christmas chocolate is the um, Terry's chocolate orange. Yes, which is the same. Now going back to whether we opened any gifts on Friday, I did because I had three. Um, Christmas presents that all looked like Terry's chocolate orange. Yeah. I thought, oh, fancy chocolate orange. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've got two spare Rubik's cubes. If you, if you <laughs> during the first lockdown, mm. that's uh, what I, I learned how to solve a Rubik's. Did you? Yeah, Ooh. probably couldn't do it now, but that was one of um, one of my crowning achievements of that first lockdown. Yeah, that solve a Rubik's cube. I am the same. Love a chocolate orange. Can demolish one in about. Let me ask you a question on the chocolate orange, though. Yeah. Because the, there's white chocolate orange now, did you know? Yeah. And there is dark chocolate orange. Now, yeah. I'm a big fan of dark chocolate. I love it. But when it comes to the chocolate orange, it has to be the, the milk chocolate. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I My um, palate hasn't matured past the age of a 10-year-old. <laughs> so I, dark chocolate, yeah. wine, coffee, I don't yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Give me some nice milk <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> I, yeah, um... And the oh the middle bit of a chocolate orange, you know that last bit that's got all. Oh, the, I love that. The, that middle yeah, segment. I love bit. that. Oh god. Yeah. Amazing. So the other day I I did open a chocolate orange, and 
and I lost that bit down the side no of the way. sofa. I managed I'd to get still it back. Eat it. I managed yeah. to get it. Oh yeah, and I still ate it. I all, the, it all the belly button fluff yeah. and stuff hair, like that. Hair clips yeah. from my daughter <laughs> and all that. It's so great. worth it. I um I've I've broken a remote control. <laughs> whacking a Terry's chocolate orange before. <laughs> whacking a Terry's chocolate. Yeah, because you're supposed to obviously... Oh, you're tapping it, and wrap it. You're supposed to whack it somewhere yeah, to separate yeah. them. And then back on, you know, Dawn French used to do the she famous did, yeah. ad campaign. Yeah, Don't did, tap yeah. it, whack it. And I, I I was... I must have been in maybe high school or something in my room. Like this flimsy plastic TV remote. Whack this chocolate orange, shattered to bits. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, well, I've got a bit of an activity for you. Oh, I like an activity. So, <clears throat> I've got here Ooh, a picture yeah. of every single sweet from a box of Quality Street. Yeah. I would like you mm. to uh, rank them. Rank put, them? Put them in order. Okay. The best, best okay. to work. So you put it on your little... I mean, I mean, this is not good for podcasts, it's is not, it? The, the no, listeners not, not right now. Get it. I can cut this bit out. Uh, right. But there, um, I'll pass them, pass them over to you. Nice. Right, there you go. This is <laughs> Done. So, so Mark has swept the, the hours I spent cutting those sweets out all to one side, um, apart from the green triangle. Everybody likes the green triangle, don't they? You know what, Matt? Yeah. I, um, don't say that's in your reject box. No, I would... Complete. I wouldn't. I was expecting. I would completely agree with that. Mm. Green triangle dominates all. Mm. You don't have to pick them up, but well, I'm going to have to since, at some point. Since, well, it's yeah, all my, my yeah. study floor. No, but let's not do chores in the middle of no, chores no, in the no, middle no, of podcast. No. Once again, um, not great podcast. What? Uh, what else would you put up there? What's okay. definitely not going in your region? Well, um, just forgive me, listeners, while I <laughs> crouch down to get these. <laughs> Uh, can you hear me? Um, <laughs> I would definitely have the purple hazelnut one okay. up there. Um, I would definitely have um, the the toffee barrel. Yeah. And I would definitely have where's that blue one? That one. That that is it a green nougat? Blue nougat? What is the blue one? I is it a nougat? I think. I wouldn't have the toffee penny. It's a coconut eclair. All oh, right, I'd have that, and I'd have Would that. You? So you like bounties as y- well? Yeah. You can come out to give you my reject thing. Yeah. Um, I've got <laughs> probably not for this podcast, but I've got a joke about a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can tell me after. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't have the toffee penny or that thin toffee. Yeah, again, too much effort to eat. Yeah, way too much. Effort I don't like the. I don't like strawberry or orange creams. No. Uh, or that orange. I don't mind the orange one. That's okay. Now yeah. I love chocolate orange. Not a fan of the orange crunch. No. So there you go, Mister okay. Firth. I have ranked them. <laughs> I. I mean, there's. You know, sometimes I love that game actually. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I mean, you shat all over it to begin with by just throwing them all on the floor, but you got there in the end. <laughs> the problem is, as well, that with that, me just chucking them on the floor, it, it was a visual gag, yeah, which it doesn't was. work on the no, podcast. No, it doesn't translate it? that You well. had to describe it. <laughs> I, um, you know when you say to the kids, like, come on, there's no right or wrong answer, mm. and then there's anyway. Mm. No, actually, that's definitely wrong. Yeah. There's a couple of that on there. Yeah. The purple one, I've never got the big deal up about them. I don't. I, I. I. don't think that like a gigantic nut in a chocolate for for any other chocolate bar would be so. so why do people like it in Quality Streets? Well, did Quality Street or the makers of Quality Street didn't they produce a big version of? Yeah, they did well, a giant one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have a giant green triangle. Yeah, yeah. I because my as I mentioned. Um, palette is that of a 10 mm. year old so I like the green triangle I just like the milk chocolate block yeah I love the milk chocolate block <laughs> I love that one yeah okay cool oh I like that next year can we do it again with a different variety of chocolate yeah. alright okay yeah so maybe I'll tell a bounty job that's something for everyone to look forward to <laughs> and I'll tell a bounty job with a uh, parental advisory okay. disclaimer before yeah, yeah, I tell yeah. it um Let's move on to your famous fictional school, Matt. Before before we do that, let's talk films in school. 
Yes. I sort of mentioned earlier, people think, oh, you just stick a DVD on all week. <laughs> um, it's if, a good impression, that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. if, um, <laughs> if you were to stick a DVD on, as yeah. I'm sure at some point we, we will do during that last maybe day afternoon, what 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 film would you go for to watch with your class? You see, you see, I like the way you use the term DVD. We don't watch them through DVD. No, what would you put on Netflix? On Netflix yeah. or your Disney yeah. account or yeah. whatever. Your illegal stream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, well, we started with Nativity, the first one. Yeah. Started with okay. that. And then there was a new thing on Netflix about a reindeer. I think it was made by Ardman. Yeah. Uh, so we watched that. Uh, but then the problem is with lots of Christmas films, they're, they're a PG and yeah. therefore we're not allowed to show them to the children. Best one, mm-hmm. the, the snowman or the snowman and the snow dog. Obviously classics. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Whatever, yeah. not interested in that. No, no words. So when you've got infant school children that... Like like nativity, yeah, yeah. probably need to listen a little bit to follow yeah, the plot line of yeah, his yeah. girlfriends in America, yeah. or whatever. It's not it, even if there's a bit of noise or whatever, they're not talking over anything. That's why um, it's a bit of a yeah. treat. Sean, Sean the sheep, yeah. no, don't need to follow the plot through. So the snowman, in fact, it's a it's a Christmas classic. Everyone loves mm. it. Blah, 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 blah. But no talking. So yeah. brilliant. That's, that's, a, that, that's in, in a previous podcast a long time ago. Now we talked about. Tips for NQTs, didn't we? we that, did, that, yeah. that needs be to be included, one. I think. Yeah. yeah. Any, yeah, yeah. any v- video. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe next year when we do the Christmas podcast, it should be Christmas tips for NQTs. Yeah, okay. Going into your first Christmas, but maybe we need to release it prior to the. Christmas. We're brainstorming a great. Christmas podcast for next year. So this one's don't, just, just, bear with us with this one. Next year's gonna be amazing because we've got no content on this. <laughs> We're just thinking it, thinking it up before your very ears. Um, and right, so famous fictional school. So are you going for Nativity Two last year? If you want to listen to it, um, you spoke about the film Nativity, Nativity One. Um, we will talk about nativities in school i think maybe after this because obviously it's a huge part of christmas in primary schools but i thought that first maybe i don't know to prompt some discussion i mean i've i go into these famous fictional schools not even knowing if it's going to be about that about school. <laughs> perhaps and i i always i never you never read it to me beforehand that you know i come to it with fresh ears um so maybe it'll prompt some discussion on school nativities that we can talk about after. I don't know, but I thought we'd, we'd hear what yeah. you've got to say about Nativity 2 first before we start talking well, I, about I'll, it. I'll give you a little warning. The first three paragraphs have got nothing to do with Nativity 2. Three paragraphs? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that I'm about to, to say. So put the kettle on this. <laughs> now, now you need to take a break. This would be <laughs> so, Jordan... I'm sure you would agree. One of the many rewarding aspects of our roles as teachers is to be able to support and nurture trainee teachers who may be on placement in our respective classes. Both you and I have had trainees this term and it's been great to watch their confidence grow as they embark on a career in teaching. There is always, however, one or two opportunities to have a bit of fun with the trainees. In a similar way to an apprentice being sent to the stores for a left-handed screwdriver or a bucket of steam, we have the marvellous teaching standard number eight. Fulfill <laughs> wider professional responsibilities. TSA. I mean, how many times have we referred to teaching standard number eight when cajoling our trainees into getting involved in something that would positively contribute to the wider life and ethos of the school? <laughs> of course, the trainees can support the teacher at parents' evening or attend an after-school club. But who hasn't made the trainee play the role of the donkey for the school's nativity or support your eco team to go out litter picking on the coldest day of the year or meet you after school for a drink and tell them it will support them in meeting teaching standard number eight? Oh, God. Have you done that? (laughs) No. No, I haven't either. I kid, come on. Oh my god, that's a slippery slope you're headed down there, Mr. T. I was thinking about teaching Standard 8 the other day as I sat through the film Nativity with my class, which I have done every Christmas since I started teaching. I mean, don't get me wrong, 
I have a lot of love for the film. But watching it with 30 year two children who talk amongst themselves during the film's pivotal moments that focus on Mr. Madden's broken heart and then laugh like drains at the antics of Mr. Poppy and the pupils of St. Bernadette's is starting to lose its appeal. And then I remembered teaching standard eight. Deploy support staff effectively. And before I knew it, my lovely teaching assistant was sat watching Mr. Poppy running around the playground whilst wearing his parka as a makeshift cape, much to the hilarity of class 12, while I was tucken into a value by mince pie and a cup of coffee in the staff room. So when you suggested we revisit Nativity's fictional school set Bernadette's for this year's Christmas edition of the podcast, my heart sank like a stone. <laughs> Especially considering the fact that you had actually suggested Nativity 2. Danger in the Manger, the almost, the almost career-ending film for David Tennant, who played not one, but two school teachers. Tennant's extra, if you will. I'll put, I'll put that in. Yeah, I'll put that in. Leave that one in. That's funny. Leave what? No, I meant the, I meant the, the sound effect. Oh, you're going to put the sound effect in. <laughs> Quickly, Jerry. Put that yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, I managed to coax my 12-year-old daughter to sit and watch Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger with me, but after 10 minutes of watching Mr. Poppy's safeguarding car crash, she claimed she had homework to do, so I was left <laughs> on my own to fulfil my wider professional responsibilities. So we're back at St. Bernadette's, a through primary school still under the headship of Mrs. Bevan, and as we head back through the doors, she's still struggling to appoint a replacement teacher for the aforementioned Mr. Maddens, mainly due to the fact that the man-child teaching assistant, Mr. Poppy, has gone rogue. Imagine Apocalypse Now, set in a primary school. Mr Poppy is Colonel Kurtz. The abandoned temple across the Narung River has been replaced by a classroom in an inner city primary school. And instead of being mentally broken by the ravages of war, Poppy is at sixes and sevens following the departure of the previous teacher, Mr Maddens. Actually, Poppy is so upset he keeps a shrine of Mr Maddens in a classroom cupboard, which actually, Jordan, reminded me of the one you've got in your classroom after your lunchtime supervisor left. <laughs> what do we call it? <laughs> she used to shout the names of lunchtime options at the children, do you remember? Fish fingers, quad dippers, battered sausage. <laughs> I once found you curled up in a ball in front of the shrine after a di difficult morning teaching column edition. I'm sure you were wearing one of her earrings. I um yeah, I just missed so much um the children being really really focused on a piece of writing <laughs> after, you know, spending maybe a good half planning it. Um, you know, really making sure they understand what they're writing and thinking, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm not gonna get them ready for lunch yet because they are so involved. <laughs> and yeah, I clearly was so upset that at that moment someone hadn't kicked the door in, <laughs> screamed that they were <laughs> not having toys out this lunchtime. And if they wanted fish fingers to go stand at the back of the class, while well, the children look bewildered up from their pencils, they're trying to do expanded noun phrases. <laughs> Clearly, that was the moment that you saw me that I was so upset that that hadn't happened. <laughs> uh, Mr. Poppy's metamorphism into a classroom Colonel Kurtz continues when he kidnaps the new teacher, Mr. Peterson, and along with his class, head off to Wales in a bus shaped like a duck to compete in a singing competition. The hapless head teacher, Mrs. Bevan, the school's designating safeguarding lead, is oblivious to all of this and is only alerted to the fact a group of children are currently being led into the Welsh hills by her deranged teaching assistant, and let's not forget her nephew, when a member of staff discovers the class is being taught by one child sat on top of another child's shoulders, dressed in a long overcoat and wearing a false moustache. Of course, Mr. Poppy and St. Bernard. Bernadette's have form when it comes to school trips and I'm sure you remember when we discussed St Bernadette's for a previous Christmas episode of the podcast where I was incandescent with rage due to the TA and a small group of children flying off to the Hollywood Hills without a yellow sick bucket and a bag of inhalers as part of their hand luggage. Therefore, imagine my fury when after the duck-shaped bus runs out of diesel at the side of a Welsh lake, Mr Poppy decides to abseil the children and a donkey. Don't ask down the side of a mountain as a way of a shortcut to the singing competition. 
I can tell you, the last thing I would want, should I find myself ab- abseiling down the north face of the Eiger, is being be- belayed by a simpleton in a 1970s parker who looks like he's brushed his hair with a toffee apple. <laughs> of course, mountain rescue have to come and save the day, and rather than being arrested for child abduction and thrown into a cell full of nonsense, Poppy is allowed to take the children and the donkey, seriously, don't ask about the donkey, to the singing competition where all is forgiven by Mrs Bevan and the unruly mob of angry parents after the school perform a heartwarming song about Christmas while stuck in a large snow globe. Yeah, fuck all the safeguarding concerns. Here's your child performing a seasonal ditty alongside the psychopath who took them out of school without parental consent inside some Christmas-themed sex den. But as the late, great Cliff Richard, he's not there, once said, Christmas is a time for forgiving and for forgetting. And so Mrs Bevan and the parents rejoice in the glory of the children performing at a nightmarish state school singing competition and embrace the opportunity to look smug as their precocious child belts out a turgid tune about Christ the Saviour being born in the hay. Did I enjoy revisiting St Bernadette's for this year's Christmas episode of Hands Up Pod? No, I didn't. Will I be heading back this time next year to sit through Nativity 3, Dude, Where's My Donkey? No, I will not. (laughs) No matter how many ticks it will get me against teaching Standard 8. My daughter will be 13 this time next year. Can you imagine if I asked her to sit and watch Nativity 3, Dude, Where's My Donkey with me? She'd burn the house down with me inside it and blame it on faulty Christmas lights. I'm done with St Bernadette's, Jordan. i fulfilled my wider professional responsibilities for this podcast. I'm off to mull some wine, candy some oranges, and wrap some pigs in blankets. Or as your old lunchtime supervisor would say, PIGS IN BLANKETS! Um, <clears throat> well, thank you for bringing up some um, long... Go uh, from the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> long, uh, suppressed, past. <laughs> long suppressed memories. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, from what I hear about the service dude where's my donkey and then nativity rocks. Yes. Um and yeah, apparently they get they get worse mm. as they go along, as with each passing film, which is some feat considering. Now the first nativity people kind of enjoy, don't they? Now I've seen I saw that for, for the first time when we did that Christmas episode, I watched it with my class, thought it was okay. Mm. I quite like the bits where they're doing the auditioning. Yeah, That's yeah. quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, yeah. take it or leave it. And I've watched the bite maybe 10 minutes of it mm. since. Didn't enjoy it. I've seen a bit of Nativity 2 as much as I could stomach. And I just think, <laughs> if they get worse from here, how, yeah. how do they, I mean, impressive, yeah. if anything. Now, we, um, we we sort of went to town a little bit, didn't we, this year on our nativity and sort of went for a bit more of a... We moved away from sort of tradition mm-hmm. as much and went for a bit more of a production, didn't we? For the yeah. and, and people sort of compared me to, you know, teachers of nativity. Obviously, Gordon Shakespeare is, is, is the one in nativity one. My name's Jordan, so Jordan Shakespeare was the natural yeah, thing of people like calling me. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we put on a bit more of, of a, of a show, didn't we? We got, you know, a bought, please, um, don't ask how much they cost, but bought, you know, 150 odd battery powered tea lights for the audience to wave. So we won't have a school trip next year, but hey, no, we, no, uh, <laughs> we don't have enough, um, base 10 now for, no. for maths. They're not going to be learning any of that. <laughs> and the children will be writing in crayon. Yeah. But I mean, what a sight. That, what a sight. So, you know, um, I will admit I mainly chose that because the name was a midwife crisis and I thought, We've got to do it. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. A midwife crisis. However, um, I'm going to name drop Miss O'Hara again here. Oh, yeah. She came to me and said, you've you ruined my RE lessons. And I was like, why? Mm. She thought the nativity of chosen midwife crisis. Obviously, we've been rehearsing mm. <laughs> quite sort of, quite a lot. She said, well, come to, came to RE doing the Christmas story. And, and, you know, one of the sort of prompt questions, I was right, who can name me some characters yes. from the you know some people the involved in Christmas story. <laughs> the midwife <laughs> 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 
Nigel the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, look, look, there, there might have been a Nigel the donkey there. We don't. We, we, don't, do, know we don't know that. We don't know that. And, you know, I think when you start going down the road of factual accuracy of the Christmas story, slippery slope anyway. So let them have the moment. There might have been a midwife there. We don't know that. We don't know. So the donkey might have been called Nigel <laughs> as well. <laughs> what a brother. Steve. Steve and Stevie! Nigel! Best line of the whole show. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, apparently on Twitter I saw someone mentioned that during their production um, a shepherd um, shouted out to his mum who was crying at seeing her you know son in the nativity <laughs> shouted out mum don't worry it's not real <laughs> <laughs> and then um, that was at Mr. Shamil, and then at Jenny Harris said that this year, that she's had to narrate the story in front of a hall, a hall full of parents, but having to do loads of filler because the wise man decided to take himself off for a week. <laughs> so she had to kind of just fill in. <laughs> and she said that, and then she put at the end, and of course, gold, frankincense, and olimers. It was, was a line. I, how would you feel if you got olimers as a Christmas present? Fuming. I'd re-gift you. I'd take give your, it to the, like, blue part of your book. Give it to the cleaner. Re-gift. <laughs> give it to the cleaner. There's tons of glitter over the floor, but look what I've got you. I've got your Olimers. <laughs> they can sing you a crap Christmas ballad. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've, I think I said this on the last one, but I always liken sort of, you know, I've always, it's, it's sort of an ambition of people to, you know, put on a production and mm. see it come to mm. fruition, mm. you know, mm. be a bit of an, and Andrew Lloyd Webber, but uh, Gareth Malone, yeah, if you will. Um, <laughs> and but I think I'm Gareth Malone. Lloyd. That's that's look. Come on, uh, I got, I got away. He started hiding. somewhere, didn't he? Yeah, John? but I bet he didn't have to um, get a si- like teach six year old how to pronounce frankincense, did he? At any point. <laughs> so I actually think comparable him and I. <laughs> But you need a partner because he he had a partner, didn't he? Tim Rice was his writing partner. So you, you know, maybe you and I could be the next. You're the Weber and you're Rice. The, you're the Tim Rice to my <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Weber. Weber. All right, yeah. I'm shocked, Mark, that no one in our school has has made that comparison yet. No. I'm shocked. That's the first mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. I'm hearing this mm-hmm. comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a shame. Maybe they worry about our egos. <laughs> Maybe they would worry about us demanding that we produce all the Christmas services for every year group. Yeah, I yeah I I have, I have worried about that. Mm. That it was that good, and yeah. I was I was so good at it. You might be called upon. Yeah, maybe for other schools. Maybe that could be a well. The June uh, for our performance, junior school was. Junior school royalty there, wasn't there? Yeah. There was. So. Yeah. I, do you this think is, there's a gap in the market? Do you think there's a gap in the market for someone that goes from school to school and they, like the school pays them no. a fee to produce their no. Christmas? I don't think there is. Yeah. yeah, but I think people come in and pretend to be Guy Fawkes for the day and charge like mm. £500. Yeah, that's just for a day though. You, you, you'd have to be... How would... You'd have to be... You'd have to be there for the look, whole... Look, look I, I'm not... St- all right, I'm not Deborah Meaden. I don't have all the answers yet. I've not. I've, it's just, just come to me now. But I, I'm going to think about that next year. Why but, did you choose Deborah Meaden as a dragon? I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't remember the other's name. Peter Jones. That's it. <laughs> I couldn't. I went in my mind. I went, I've got to make this Dragon's Den reference really quickly. <laughs> I was like, Theo, no, that's Theo not Pathetis, it. Theo yeah. Pathetis, is he called? Oh, what? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going with Deborah Meaden. I'm sticking to it. Stick to it. Yeah. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Give us a follow on Twitter at HandsUpPod uh, and keep an eye out for all of our posts and we just might feature you on the podcast. And if you did enjoy it, pass it on to another teacher or educator or just anyone else you might feel enjoy listening. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a quick rating if you can or even better, leave us some feedback with your preferred podcast provider. That's all for this one. Happy Christmas and class dismissed. Right, Mark, you can tell me your bounty joke now. All right, so uh, it's woman in Newcastle.
She goes to the doctor and she says, 